Likutei Sicha is Chelikutes, volume 19, the Sicha for Chai Elul. Chai means, of course, 18. So this is the Sicha about the 18th day in Elul, which marks the birthdays of the two great Hasidic giants, A, the Baal Shem Tov, Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem Tov, the founder of the Hasidic movement, and then later the birthday of the Alter Rebbe, Rabbi Shneer Zalman of Liadi, the founder of the Chabad movement. Now, before we continue, of course, we all know Elul carries with it in this in its name several acronyms. Of course, the most famous one being from the book Shir Hashirim from the Song of Songs, Ani Lidodi Vidodi Li, I am to my beloved, my love is to me. But as um, <clears throat> listed in Halacha and Jewish law and Jewish thought, there are several other ones which pertain to particular modes of service of Hashem, whether it's the diligence and study of Torah or and or the uh, diligence in an enhancement in the worship of Hashem through tefillah, through prayer, or in the giving of charity, or in increasing in one's love for a fellow Jew. All these are together bundled in in the word Elul, which carries the acronym for various uh, words from verses which pertain to those particular service of Hashem. In this sicha, we're going to come, we're going to learn to appreciate the enhancement of the Chabad Hasidism over the general Hasidism. In other words, what was really the accomplished? What did Hasidus Chabad really add and enhance in the general teachings of Hasidus? And this will also come by means of appreciating, of understanding what really happens when a student who's studying Torah, a scholar who's studying Torah, and accomplishes great depth and understanding in Torah to the extent that they come up with novel ideas, chidushim as we know it. They make a chidush, they make novelties in the understanding of Torah and draw new conclusions and how that is still part of Torah, yet it's an enhancement of Torah. When we, By understanding that, we'll get a better appreciation of this. So the Rebbe refers to, in the Sicha, to a talk by his father-in-law, the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, on the 18th of Elul, Achai Elul, in Tovshin Hay, 1945. And the previous Rebbe said as follows, By Chassidim is an alter Chassidish Shavort. There is an old Chassidic saying, in in two varying expressions. Number one, Chai Elul is the day that brought in, that injected a, a, a leben, leben means life, vitality, vigor into Elul. That's one saying. The other saying, which is in a varying expression, is that Chai Elul git achayis in the avoid of That Chai Elul in gives gives means injects a chayis stamina life into the mode of service of anilodayvedeluni. Now, from the fact that the previous Rebbe repeated both expressions, the varying expressions, this tells us that both of them are correct. Because if one was incorrect, why would he bother repeating it? It's only that these two expressions, they each express another type of accomplishment, another type of uniqueness. In other words, each one has what the other one doesn't. Each one brings to the table another unique quality that perhaps the other expression doesn't. So that ever asks if that's, that this needs to be understood. Because if you look at the first version, at the first expression, the way the previous Rebbe said it, it seems to be including everything, because he says it brings a chayas, 
it brings vitality, it brings life, vigor to Elul. What is Elul? Elul includes everything, all modes of service of Elul, as mentioned in the introduction. So what then is added by the second? In other words, what then is really accomplished with the second version, the second expression, which seems to be focused only on one of the various modes of service of Elul, of the various avodas, specifically, that seems to be only one aspect of the entirety of the month of Elul. So the Rebbe says, perhaps it can be said, to answer this question, that the difference between these two expressions and their effect is parallel to the difference, to the two varying occurrences, the two varying episodes, so to speak, of this very day of Chai El, namely the birth of the Baal Shem Tov and then later the birth of the Alter Rebbe. The Baal Shem Tov being the founder of the Hasidus in general and the Alter Rebbe being the founder of specifically Chabad Hasidism. That what? That Chabad, notwithstanding the fact that it is part and a continuance of Hasidus in general, yet it has a totally different effect, so to speak, or more enhanced effect, a very specific, unique quality, and that is that it brings down Hasidus to a level of understanding, and that is the name Chabad, Chachma, Bina, Das, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, that it brings it into the absolute intellect of a person. And this is the novelty, this is the Chiddush that it adds, that Hasidus Chabad adds over the generality of Hasidus. And this is so much so that for this particular new way or this particular enhanced mode of Hasidus, it was actually necessary as related by our Rabbeim, by the Chabad Rebbes, that the Neshama, the soul of the Alter Rebbe had to be a brand new soul. This actually the Baal Shem Tov exclaimed on and during the birth of the Baal Shem, of the Alter Rebbe. He was so many hundreds of miles away and he said right now a brand new soul came down to the world. Because this is something so new, so unique that it had, it required a brand new, not only bread, it's not a brand new mode of service, a brand new enhancement, so to speak, in the Hasidus, but it required a new soul in order to deliver it. So likewise, it's true, going back to the two expressions, it's true that this mode of service is only one detail, so to speak, in the gener- general um, service that one needs to be, general mode of service that one needs to be in Elo. It seems to be only one detail, but yet it has such a uniqueness, it has something so special in it that it brings out almost like a fundamental novelty in the entirety of the Avoida of Elul, to the which extent that it becomes, so to speak, its own thing. Through it being enhanced as its own thing, later it turns around, as we'll see in the Sicha, and adds vigor and adds vitality, adds stamina to the entirety of the thrust of, of, of service, of Avoida, of the month of Elul. And this is the meaning in the words of the previous Rebbe. That Chai Elo, in general, meaning as the birthday of Al Shem Tov, it brought in, it injected a general vitality into the month of Elo. But later, because of it also being the birthday of the Alter Rebbe, 
it has a specific, a very targeted, so to speak, uh, vitality, chayis, extra vigor, into the specific point of anili doyli which that in turn brings and adds a general chayis again back to the entirety of the month of El. Now what is the difference now, let's understand this so we get an appreciation, what is the difference between Hasidus, the general Hasidus, and specifically the Chabad Hasidus? So to understand it, there is a saying from the previous Rebbe. The previous Rebbe once expressed, and he said, the Baal Shem Tov showed, directed, that you need, that one needs to serve Hashem, and came the Alter Rebbe through Hasidus Chabad, and he showed, he indicated how one serves. In other words, the difference between that you need to and how. Now, of course, says the Rebbe, this is not to be taken literally. If you once was to, one is to understand it literally, if one would imagine that this means that the Baal Shem Tov only said that you need to serve Hashem, but he didn't explain what needs to be done. That is actually impossible. Why? Because we know the Baal Shem Tov had many students and many followers, which still there are many, many, many followers, various dynasties of Hasidism, of Hasidic dynasties, that is, that follow the ways of the Baal Shem Tov, and they seem to know what to do. So it can't be that it was just something that was so euphemistic that nobody knows what to do. But rather, we'll see, as we'll soon see, that there was a, the indication here, or the, I should say, the, 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 the stressing over here is on the word that, on the idea that the Baal Shem Tov showed a general necessity to serve Hashem. But not specifically like the Alter Rebbe did. The Alter Rebbe showed how, what we need to do. What, do, what is the understanding of this? In other words, what does this all mean? So the Rebbe says to understand this better, let's take a look at the Torah in general. We all know, and it's obvious, that the entire Torah comes, comes from where? The entire Torah came from Hashem. Included in it all the laws, all the details, even all the rules by which one derives from the Torah, all the rules, all the general rules by which one uses them as tools in order to be able to understand the Torah. For example, in the Talmud and later and later on in the Halacha stage, we use all these tools to know how to understand a verse, how to derive from it. All this, everything, was given through Moshe Rabbeinu in Mount Sinai. However, on the other hand, the Gemara itself, the Talmud says that Kol Talmud that every single novel idea that a diligent Torah scholar, Torah student, will come up on their own, will have an epiphany by means of learning Torah, and will come up with a novel idea with a new understanding, that was all given to Moshe by Mount Sinai. By Mount Sinai. And the question, of course, is, on the one hand, if it was given to Mount Sinai, then it's not a novel idea. And if it's a novel idea, if it means it wasn't given to Mount Sinai, then how is it still part of Torah? Just because somebody thousands of years later came up with an idea, how is that consistent with being part of the Torah? What is the answer for this? The answer is that since all the rules, as mentioned above, were given through Moshe, 
It's only that by using, by utilizing these very specific rules, exactly as they were given by Moshe, and staying true to them, one, by learning diligently, in depth, can come to a conclusion that brings them to a novel idea, to a new understanding, to getting an epiphany and a deeper, like I said, novel uh, conclusion that wasn't there before, that nobody was aware of before, that... Because it, you know it's because it's it came through the person, so it's called a chidush because Moshe didn't actually say it, because Moshe didn't actually deliver it. However, on the other hand, it's certainly part of Torah, and it certainly comes from Moshe because without it having gone through Moshe, at least in the potential, at least so to speak, in the concentrated form, by means of going through those rules that Moshe delivered to us, it would have not been possible, nobody can come and then it wouldn't be consistent with Torah. And therefore it's attributed to this diligent student, to this diligent Torah scholar, and he gets the credit for this chidush, notwithstanding the fact that ultimately it came from Moshe. So, again, just to, just to reiterate, how is it called a chidush if ultimately it all comes through Moshe? So the Rebbe explains that this is not because of the object, so to speak, but rather because of the person. Let me explain. See, when you look at it from the object standpoint, if you're looking at it from the Torah standpoint perspective, it's true, it was part of Torah all along. It was there, it just wasn't noticeable. Nobody noticed it because nobody maybe made the effort, the necessary effort to actually get into the depth of it and reveal it. So it's almost like if something is there hidden in the sand, when you uncover it by digging through the sand, you didn't now create a new thing. All you did is you took away the dirt and you revealed it. So as far as the, quote, object of Torah is concerned, as far as the Torah itself, it's true. This is not a chidush. This is not a novelty. And maybe nobody deserves credit because this came from Moshe. This was there all along. However, when you look at it from the perspective of the gavra, of the person, the person who put in the diligence, who put in the time and effort, and actually toiled on and racked their brain in order to understand that piece of Torah in depth. And therefore they came to a conclusion, meaning they uncovered that which was perhaps always there, dormant. So now it gets attributed to them. They get the credit, so to speak, and it's counted as a chidush. It's called a chidush. It's called a novelty because it's not new, but it's in the sense of, by the way, which we have today, all technologies that are invented, notice they're not created. Man cannot create anything. Just uncover something which was there all along in nature, but for whatever reason, nobody has access it until now. The time hasn't come. Likewise, this student, by this diligent scholar that is, this Talmud Vasik, by him diligently working on Torah, and racking his brain on it, now he had uncovered, he had, so to speak, pushed away all the obstacles that were there and uncovered this, and therefore it's attributed to him. And this explains something very interesting. We know that the ultimate shleimus hanefesh, meaning that one should actually have, find full completeness in their soul, meaning to reach the ultimate purpose of why we're here, it actually the drive is, the goal is, to be mechadish in Torah. The goal is that one should actually come up with novelties, with new ideas, with new insights in the Torah. Question is, why is that connected to us having, so to speak, 
completed our purpose if we if in other words why is this the benchmark that we come to a point where we can discover where we can discover uh, come to new insights in the torah what is the connection the answer is what is true accomplishment the in other words what is the true advantage of intellect not when something is handed to you when something is just given to you when something is just handed down to you that is not really inherently something intellectual because it could be an intellectual idea but you didn't work on it it didn't become yours it doesn't become part of you it's not you it's not coming from your intellect it's just given to you it's information that you hear it's fyi fyi okay nice information but when you work on understanding something you do the work you have that diligence and study that becomes intellectually yours you become connected to it you become part of it and since the ultimate purpose of Torah is what that a person's intellect should connect to the intellect of Hashem so the only way to truly achieve it is by one dwell delving into Torah so deeply and working in such diligence that one comes to make chidushim that one comes to discover novelties and new ideas new conclusions in the Torah that is proof that is so to speak the proof in the pudding if I may that the person has truly connected to the Torah not just reading something that was kind of handed down and just accepting the information as is this is the difference between the Torah that was given so to speak from above meaning the entirety of the Torah and the Torah which we achieve through us through our work you see Hashem says in reference to the Torah. I gave you a great portion. This is a great thing, but I've given it to you. This is something that comes from above. So to speak, the teacher, when he gives something to the student, a great teacher, a great master, when he teaches to the student, how does he teach it? In a shortened, in a concise manner. He doesn't share with them all his thought process. He doesn't go in through into the entirety of the depth of the thinking process that he came to that conclusion to what he's teaching the matter he's teaching them rather he gives it them in a very concise and a very precise manner but if the student was wants to make it so to speak his the person the student wants to own that the person the student wants to become connected to that teaching what does the student now need to do the student now has to dwell into it and really toil and work hard and study it again and again until they start to understand and to unravel it so to speak and start to accumulate and even pick up on the various details that were hidden even in between the lines this is as uh, perhaps this is similar to the idea when you study a mishnah everything is there in the mishnah but you really don't understand the mishnah until you go through all the nitty-gritty the back and forth of the talmud of the gemara that goes into explaining it understanding it asking answering and questioning all from all angles until we finally get a complete picture and fully understand and appreciate the mishnah but the same is when we continue that study until and, and, and we go even deeper and then it becomes ours we fully understand that which was always there perhaps but it wasn't visible it wasn't obvious along these lines is the matter the same idea the difference between the general Hasidus and Hasidus Chabad now before we continue there's a verse from the prophet Habakkuk 
that says tzadik bemunoso yichya, which could be translated literally a tzadik lives by his emuna, by his faith. A righteous one lives by his faith. Now, there is two ways to read this. You can read tzadik bemunoso yichya, meaning he will live by it, or tzadik bemunoso yichaya. Yichaya means will make live, will give life. Chassidus in general explained this verse in the latter, saying that by adhering and being connected to a tzaddik, by being connected to a Rebbe, and through the Rebbe being so diligent and knowledgeable in all the details of how to perfectly serve Hashem, meaning he knows how to enhance his emunah, his faith in Hashem. So of course you have to be an observant Jew and you have to do what you have to do. But your main focus has to be on connect, being connected to the tzaddik. And by being connected to the tzaddik through his elevation, you also get elevated. Tzaddik bemunasa yechaya. Hasidus Chabad said no. You read the verse literally. Tzaddik bemunasa yechaya. The tzaddik lives through his faith. If you want to also join the tzaddik, so to speak, for the ride, you also want to be elevated, you have to elevate yourself. Of course you need to have a tzaddik in your life. Of course you need to have a Rebbe. Chassidus Chabad has a Rebbe. But you cannot just rely on the Rebbe. You have to do, so to speak, your own due diligence. You have to do your own avoda, your own service. So in short, the approach for the general Chassidus is that everything comes from above. Everything is, so to speak, given. Chassidus Chabad, however, points out that it's possible and therefore it's uh, obligated, it's, it's imperative, I'm sorry, it's possible and therefore it's imperative that one has to do bekoyach atzmai on their own accord. And that's the same idea. When a Jew sits down and studies Pnimi Yisatayra, he goes into the details of all the esoteric and mystical teachings doesn't just rely on the tzaddik that he knows and therefore if I just hold on to his uh, coattails, so to speak, I'm going to go with him as high as he soars. No, you go on your own and you work hard and you rack your brain and you try to understand. And when you finally come to some understanding, that is yours. You are the one that worked on it. You are the one that came close to Hashem through your understanding. And perhaps this is what the previous Rebbe meant. That the general Hasidus taught us how you need to serve Hashem. This is an indicator how it comes from above. In other words, of course, they told us it affected actual avoida and said what needs to be done. But the, the the main thrust of the of the of the of the approach was the influence from above. It needs to be done. You do what you can, and you get connected. Hasidus Chabad indicated the Alter Rebbe explained how you can, meaning how each person has the ability to achieve it on his own accord and how it has to come from him. It has to come This is the difference between the general Hasidus and Hasidus Chabad. Along these lines, we'll understand going back to the two versions of that saying, the two expressions, the varying expressions, and we'll get it better, but now we have an appreciation. You see, Chasidus Aklolis, meaning the fact that Chai Elul is the birthday of the Baal Shem Tov, which corresponds to the general Chasidus, the revelation of Chasidus in general, that brings in a general Chayas, a general vitality and stamina into the general Avoida of Elul. Meaning, it includes everything across the board. 
very general. However, Hasidus Chabad, later with the birth of the Alter Rebbe, which we mark on the day of Chayel, that brought in a specific and very, very focused um, uh, expression, very, very specific and focused emphasis, that is, sorry, on the fact of Ani Ledoidi Vedoidi Li. What do these words mean? This aspect of Elul brings out the very point that we explain that is all about what Chassidus Chabad is all about. Ani ledoidi vedoidi li means I am to my beloved. This, this is all about Isarusa de Latata. The awakening, the arousal has to come from below. It has to come from me. I have to do my part. I have to do my due diligence. I have to put in my utmost effort. I can't just rely on something coming from above. After I do Anili Doidi, that's when we get the Doidi Li, my beloved is to me, there's an Isarusa Dila, this awakening from above. So since the emphasis is on this particular mode of service coming from the person, of course, with that, this brings a greater enhancement in turn into the general. It injects an extra stamina into the general Avoida and all the other aspects of the month of Elo, but only through first emphasizing. Focusing in on anili doidi vidoidi li that we have to do our part. We consistent with the with the ideology of Chabad Hasidism that it has to all come from us, that we have to put in the effort.